Welcome to the Master in a Game podcast with me, your host, Drew Broughton. I was really passionate about setting up a series of conversations which I felt would offer identification, hope, strength, and a guiding light to many. Mastering your inner game is not an easy path. It's not one that's about achieving money or status. It's about constantly looking in the mirror and improving the areas of ourselves that are stopping us, prohibiting us from fulfilling who we are at a core level. In relationships, in business, in sport, in all areas of our lives. There are many tools used when trying to become the best version of ourselves. Honesty and vulnerability, two of the most powerful. To be completely authentic. If there's one thing I've learned about my journey of nearly 30 years now in professional sport and self-development, it's that being truly authentic is the key. If you feel inspired, get identification, or feel passionate about anything you've heard here in these conversations, then please reach out to me. Also, use your own social media to spread the message. The true strength, true performance, lies in honesty, authenticity, and vulnerability. Enjoy listening. Okay, welcome to the Gift is the Curse. Um, as you'll know by now, I like to... Um, record these conversations in, in, in different places and different settings that tend to have meaning to, to the conversation. So today we're here at the Bedford Badminton Club. Whoop. Yeah. Uh, and today's guest, I'm, I'm actually really excited about this one. A, because um, you're a female, which just breaks it up from, <laughs> you know, this macho environment that I'm in. And cause, because I really believe it doesn't matter mm-hmm. that fire in you, that, that, covers race gender sex all that stuff so that's great um i'm with gail ems um who uh, international badminton player um with a with a with a with a stellar career and and it's funny i don't know if you'll take those words and, and accept stella but i always you know i'll never forget working in a, in, a, in a football academy as a coach and then all the, the next recruits came in all these young boys and the, and the director gave a speech to them all the parents and saying that the average career in professional football is four years and i think across any of the four divisions or five years. Yeah. And I thought, well, I was 17, so actually that's quite successful because you never made the Premier League. You're a complete failure. It's black or white. But So for anyone who's listening, to 2002, um, bronze and gold at the Commonwealth Games in Manchester. I remember that fantastic event. 2003, World Badminton Grand Prix title. 2004, gold at the European Championships. 2006, gold at the World Championships in Madrid. Um, national championships, you've won six mixed doubles, five doubles, and then Olympic Games. How many Olympic Games? Two. Did two Olympic Games, got the silver medal in Athens 2004. That's right. Amazing. So, um, and um, I think we, 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 we met recently, actually. I think mean, you reached out to me and, and we're just talking about a, f- a few different things and, and we're in a s- similar world now. And, and, and what really struck me um, well, firstly, I mean, we're, we're in Bedford today. We're both educated in Bedford, believe yep. it or not. We're pretty much similar age. Um, you're at the girls' school down the road. Yeah. I was at the boys' school up the road. Yeah. Um, and both had this similar path into sport. Um, and and when I first met you, I think what, what jumped out at me when we talked for a bit is this, you know, the, 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 the desire inside, and you, we, we'll go on to some of the stories about it all, but the, the desire you have to win, the competitive spirit, then is it, this cocktail, the gift is the curse, this cocktail of being a really strong moral moral compass, wanting to do the right thing, this almost inner accountability all the time. And I just think it's fascinating. I'm really excited about talking about this whole thing today. Um, so let's start here in Bedford. Uh, badminton, why? How? Well, you are looking at it. This is why. Um, yeah. This place was my playground. Um, it's it's actually quite emotional being in here. Really? I've been coming here since I was a baby. Um, it was my mum and dad were members of this badminton club, and there was a tennis club uh, attached to it, and all tennis courts, which I'm sadly to say they've gone. Mm. Um, so I got dragged down here, and my childhood was basically picking up balls for them. You know, my parents while they're playing tennis, and then in the winter, it was down in the badminton club. It was such a social scene, and we live around the corner. Mm. So it just became my childhood, and, and I'm not joking when it came, became my playground, mm. because you know when obviously you're a young age and you see your parents, your role models at that age, 
doing something and you want to do it. Um, my parents cut down a racket and there's a there's a little thing in the corner, I don't know if you can see it, there's a, a cross, a metal cross there with a the shuttle hanging yeah, down and a rope. Yeah. And that was my first start to trying to hit a shuttle. So they lowered it right down for me and I, I literally had my racket up there and just trying to hit it like that. And it's oh. on a right, it's a bit like a swing ball situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was it. And with my, my, my mainly, I guess, the, the first person I really remember, sort of that encouragement and that um, the sort of key going, you can do it, was my mum. Uh, who was pretty good, and her name's on the, on the board of, of previous Sometimes. winners um, at the back there. So my mum was quite a, a character, a competitive person. Mm. She was a footballer for England. I so know. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's touch on that quickly, because otherwise yeah. we're, we're going to so many different subjects, and an hour's going to fly by. So your mum played yeah. the World Cup. She did. She was one of the first lionesses, basically. 1971, Azteca Stadium, Mexico City. Uh, teenager, 19 years old, she was one of the first women to restart the World Cup because they were they were banned from playing yeah. football. And she's got an incredible story. But for me, what I got the most out of her and her story, she didn't teach me football because of the abuse that she got for being a girl in football. But she taught me stubbornness. She taught me to basically that what she went through. She gave me that you can do whatever you want to if you put your mind to it. If it's your dream, you follow it. You, you do, you know, even if like everything's thrown at you and all the wrong things, obstacles, obstacles, you get around them. And I love that from her because she, and she also recognised my personality because she, she challenged me to a few games on here and she wasn't nice whatsoever. She Good. thrashed that mm. shuttle around. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember it took, you know, from my first time playing her, probably about six or seven years old, getting absolutely thumped on this court. Yeah. And it li literally is in this, within this yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember on that last court over there, so court, is it court number one, I think? Oh, no, court, court number three. three. Yeah. That one there, I beat her. The first time, 12 Right. It took you 12 years? Uh, it took me five, <laughs> five, about five or six years to beat oh, her. That's a long time. 12 years old. I beat her, and I still remember it. And she threw her racket. I think there's a mark somewhere still over there. Yeah. She threw her racket, stormed off over the, into the changing rooms, which mm. were beyond that door. And she cried and sulked for a good two months. Yeah. Okay. She's never played me since. Re never played you since? Never played me since, until the BBC wanted to do a little piece on, um, I think it was post-Athens or something, you know, post-Bamington. Uh, and I was pregnant. I was eight months pregnant. Okay. And my mum challenged me to a game here. And did you do it? Yeah, of course I did. And I lost, didn't I? <laughs> you lost? I was eight months pregnant. <laughs> oh, sorry. You yeah. Right. <laughs> so, right, yeah, you can see where That's I get my... serious lack of form after, yeah. <laughs> after, after retiring. <laughs> something in the way of my <laughs> lunging. But you can see where I get my competitiveness from, because she yeah. literally... But she knew I had that in, in me and she dangled that carrot. So she... Well, I was about to say, yeah. so let, let, I mean, it's a great start to it all. But, you know, my big thing is nature and nurture. Mm. Um, you know, I think that's, that's my own journey, understanding my, myself and, and, and now the, the motivation for this podcast because I just see it with so many people. And I just think there's so many people out there who almost need hope and inspiration. They carry this beast inside. Yeah. And if they're not, if they haven't got that nurture, you had amazing nurture there. That's amazing nurture. Really good. And that then they best what, coaching ever totally without coaching me yes, and it's wow. it's coaching, coaching without realizing what is coaching? i know let's exactly well let's just stop there a minute without coaching you but she yeah. has coached you she has uh, uh, parenting is is the ultimate coach isn't yeah. it we're both parents now yep exactly she always she like i say she dangled that carrot she never forced me to to come down here and practice i wanted to come down to practice here and join the club because i wanted to get better mm. And she taught me about losing as well, which was really, really important. What did she teach you about losing? She taught me that you, you just, it doesn't matter. No one likes to lose, you know, no, no matter what. Oh, you know, I don't mind, you know, it's all that. Some no, don't. So yeah, I'm not, if, not if, it's, if you, you really, if you don't like losing, it means you care about it. So yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I didn't like losing on a badminton court and it showed I cared about it and I had a passion for it. So my mum would always say, so what are you going to do about it? Fantastic. And I'm like, I'm going to get better. Fantastic. How are you going to get better? I'm going to practice more. Yeah. So it was Fantastic. never, you need to do this. Go and go yeah. to the Bams Club. Go no, and get better. No. It was, so 
How are you going to get better? It's life lessons as a parent. That's not oh, a badminton totally. lesson. No. I mean, I have a daughter who's seven now, and I teach her the same thing. You know, yeah. exactly the same thing. I, I, my, all I think about all the time is how can I best prepare her yeah. for what's coming? Yeah. Whatever job you go into, whatever you, uh, yeah. you're going to have to be prepared to get hurt, to yeah. fail, to lose. I've let her drop off the monkey bars and cut her knees in front of parents who've tutted at me, picked her up, dusted down, no but broken you did the bones. Right let's thing. go again. Yeah. So that's coaching for me. Massively. And this place, I mean, I am getting quite emotional being in here. This is this was my this was fun. This was yeah. I have yeah. so many memories. I could literally talk you through every single bench. How I had a conversation with someone. I remember someone mm. tripping up those steps and it being that you know like when a junior. You know I've got Michael Hardy used to run the the badminton club. I literally could well up right now because every single time in here was fun, and it didn't matter if I was like I say winning or losing. It was fun and that. Like I've got, to, I've actually got to tingle. Oh, I actually I'm, might I'm, cry. Well, <laughs> I, I'm getting them now. Because, <laughs> well, I'm getting them because that word fun, and it makes me think I'm going back to the fo- the football pitches that I grew up on, mm. and, I, and I sometimes revisit that area anyway. And I look at them, and I just think it was fun. Yeah. It it was fun, but 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 let me just go somewhere else with that. It was fun, but I was still me inside the fun. Mm. Uh, and for me. I, I look around, no one hated losing. I look at that group of young guys I grew up with in that team. No one hated losing as much as me. I remember when I came out of rehab, part of that was to do a, a list of uh, on, uh, resentments, to clear the decks, to get inside everything that's built up over the years and clear it. And so I went into the resentments and um, every resentment I'd ever had, that was part of the process. I mean, it took me six months and it was brutal. But the idea is you're gonna refine where you got lost. And I remember like the first few resentments that came up. There's a guy called James Lasbury in there. He was he was the best best. He's probably better than me at that at eight nine years of age. And I remember resenting him, ignoring him, not speaking to him, because he was getting more glory. People were talking about him more. I'm eight. No one taught me that. Like that's in me innately. Um, I, I don't think I ever communicated that to him. I didn't know how to deal with those emotions. Mm. That is a. I mean. I, I'm blessed now to work with some young guys who get them at 16 and I can see it. I remember I met one young client recently and uh, well, a year or so ago and he had his hood pulled up. He was 17, a young footballer and he's, he's looking at me through the hood and he's chewing his chewing gum, eyeing me up and down. And I was buzzing. I was thinking, this is brilliant. Oh, like, this. And I'd already heard that this kid was highly rated, but there was discipline problems. There was people, the, the football industry were trying to, his club were, were punishing him for being too aggressive. Um, and he was starting to lose hope. Yeah. And after that conversation, you're the only one who actually said, this is awesome. I said, this is awesome. Look, you're going to have to yeah, punch a few people, stamp on a few people. We'll get through that. We'll, yeah. we'll figure it out the other way. We'll, you know, we'll, but if you start selling out on that, that lion inside, what are you going to be left with? Yeah. Can you relate to that? You know, as a totally. kid. It was you, that lion Sorry, word. Off on a rant there, no, mate. lion words. Do you know what? Lion word. It's, it's like an inner arrogance. Lioness. Lioness. It's like an inner arrogance. And it is like, it's the start of your ego, isn't it, as a kid? So yes. that's where it starts. And, and you need, you're like, actually, I, I, want, I want that. And I want it. I want. I want it. And that's where it's like, I don't like it that they've got it and I haven't. And it does, it's like that. Some children don't have that as much. Do you, have you noticed that? My, I noticed it, my daughter, I want, I want, I want. And I've, people have said, I've said, but it's fine. Mm. That says to me, and I, I know that bit. She's hot. She wants stuff. Exactly. So what I say is, no problem. Mm-hmm. If you want that toy, that costs X. Yeah. Now you can do these three jobs. Yeah. But Daddy, you've got that, that, and that. I said, yeah, but I'm working hard. Like I work. Yeah. So, yeah. But people can shame that. I can already see people. Other parents have commented to me. Oh, she always says I want. But that's a complete misunderstanding. It's, I think. But it's that. Des- it's a desire. A desire. It's a desire. It's, um, and it, and not for materialism. No, it's a, it's a, it's it's going back to basis, survival of the fittest, of mm. you know, to be the best, you know, mm. to stand out, to mm. to get this, and it's that that true form of mm. human characteristic, I mm. think, to mm. to want to be the better one, you know, mm. to to fight off all the others and mm. to you know get up that pecking order. It's an order elite mindset. Massively. Um, and I knew that so I'd had that straight away at seven, eight years but old mom, as well. But your mum had that. My mum definitely had so that. So was she able to nurture that? She was, she, by the sound of things. She saw it in me massively. And and, and my brother, so I'm the eldest. Oh. And my sister, I've got three years younger, my brother, completely different characters, never had that f- that real, the, mm-hmm. that 
you know, and, oh, I don't think of it as a bad trait, but it can be seen as a bad trait and a bad characteristic um, <laughs> at school, you're, <laughs> growing you're, up. You're leading, you're leading me to an amazing, I mean, I, I never know where these things are going to go and I've got all these notes, but you're, you're leading me down to the best, this is exactly where I want it to go. Yeah. The shaming that I endured for having that mindset. You try being a girl having that mindset. Because it's a male characteristic. It's a male characteristic. It's a male trait. And if you're a girl having that, then you are literally... You're right. The the claws come out. People look at you and it's like... I I remember thinking, but I want to be the best. Mm. How do you not recognise that? Why why does no one else want to be the best? Mm. And why am I feeling... And the only people that I sort of really connected with other sports girls... So there was a girl in my in my school, Megan Parkhouse, England hockey player. Okay. And me and her just got it, you know. We even it just took a look. You get it. Mm. I get it. Mm. And that's all you needed to know. And that was just uh, thank God for her, mm. because if I didn't have that, if I didn't have her. But you had your, you, you, I mean, during that period. So we're now going to what 12, 13, 14, 15, mm. which is tough for, <laughs> for for any teenage boy or girl, but girls certainly. I mean, your mum was nurturing. I mean, your mum. Well, you, you were playing highly competitive levels by then. Yeah, I was. And then you get that whole thing of, you know, uh, girls are starting to get into makeup and boys yeah. and you start having to be what's seen as a perfect girl. And, yeah. you know, girls don't have muscles. You know, girls no. don't have, don't wear you know, gym kit and trainers. No, no. Girls start having fashion. Yeah. Uh, girls start going out meeting the boys. And, and suddenly I'm like, I don't even have a clue about makeup. I don't have any <laughs> heels. Suddenly I'm feeling even more of an outsider. I'm great when I'm two points down. <laughs> I'm though, really strong, I yeah. <laughs> I could fight you though. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you do start feeling more and more of an outsider. Yeah. And you try and fit. I did, try, and I did, you know, and what I'm also glad is my parents let me try and fit in because I think my mum knew that I wouldn't like it. No. That's which I get. Yeah, she let me because she knew that I was like, uh, there's a party going on and she's like, okay. And I went and I hated every minute of it. Because you were like, just get me back this to This is it. just awful. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I remember holding a cigarette going, what, what am I doing? This is just not me. <laughs> I think, uh, so, so let, let's, let's move on a little bit then. So, so when, what age did you start to, to really, um, I don't know, you went through county levels and mm. what age was it then, national stuff and... and 15. 15, so that's so young. Yeah, basically, I've been doing all the whole, you know, sort of going around the tournaments and mm. junior tournaments. And I was, I was, I sort of, there was an England junior team and I was England B team, mm. you know, there, there or thereabouts. Mm. And um, I remember just, I don't know what it was, it was 1992 Barcelona Olympics was on. Mm. And I saw Sally Gunnell win the 400 meter hurdles. I remember it. And again, female role models, media, you boys, lucky, yeah. layers of footballers, well, you know, like footballers, rugby, cricket, yeah. whatever, in the media. Mm. This was the first time, other than my mum or a PE teacher, that mm. I saw a sporty woman win Achieving excellence in with front muscles. Of a massive crowd with exactly. muscles, yeah. And she stood that there adrenaline. with that gold medal, 400 mm. meter hurdles. I've never done 400 meter hurdles in my life. It didn't matter. Mm. There's this a woman mm. on there, and I screamed around when she went around, and I just went, I want to do that. Yeah. I want to be in the Olympics. Yeah. And my mum was like, right, you've got to step up a level. You know, mm. this is, if you want to talk about this, you're 15. And you know what, so it was a perfect timing. Mm. Nathan and I first got together at that age. Mm. Again, he was um, England's B, same, same level. Yeah. We played our first tournament together at 15. We beat everyone. Mm. So at 15, we had that chemistry, and we mm. had that telepathy. Mm. And it was that was it that spurred me, and I just knew that mm. I had a light bulb. I had the dream. Yeah. I knew we, I had the support system as well, mm-hmm. and I knew that it was it was going to be all right. Yeah. And then that went in, but never looked back. Well, so so you had you had the nature, and then you had the nurture from your mum. For for me, I don't I didn't have I didn't have the nurture, but then I, it's not a parent thing. I with football, it's being a team game. You go into a system, an academy system, football system. And that's more difficult because it's like 20, 2025, you're competing for 11 spots. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's really hard because it's really subjective and it's on a manager's decision. Mm. And if he doesn't like you for whatever reason, it mm. can be some unconditional bias mm. or whatever. Mm. Whereas if I beat you at badminton, I'm better than you. Yeah. And it's simple. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that is what I miss because <laughs> yeah. in life we don't have a ranking system. Yeah, yeah. And that's really hard for me to process in mm. a way. But mm. for you, for, for team sports, 
God, I can't imagine what that was like. Well, I think, I think, you know, coaching players now, I, I try and, you know, independently, I, I try and take that one away from them, saying, look, the, the manager's not in charge of whether you play in this team. And there's a moment they kind of you see him thinking, what are you talking about? Yeah. I said, if you, you're that good, that if you, if we can shut all the noise out of your head and you can ignore all the advice mm-hmm. and everyone telling you what you should do and what you shouldn't do and be you. Be you, yeah. You will be in the team every single week, as I would have been. And so actually, the, the, they don't have as much. The coaches don't have as much power simply by the fact they're just going with their eyes, mm-hmm. and, unless they've got a massive personal problem, which happens. But in football, you can move on to another club. You can yeah. just leave. But um, but but I want to get without going into football. I want to go back into the because this is about identification for anyone listening. And get some hope and strength in that that. That mindset. When when did that mindset start to cause you a, a, a problem in the sport? When when did that aggression, desire? Uh, d- would you're a deep thinker? Would yeah. you overanalyze? How did it affect you mentally? Did you did pressure affect you? Did did I was lucky that I had. To, do you know what one of the best things that happened to me was that I got chucked off the system, mm. and that's and it, it seems really weird How for people. I was eighteen. Okay. Why? So basically thought it was all down to Nathan, it wasn't me. Okay. So they split us up and okay. they said, Nathan's the star, Nathan's the talent, you're not. You're not naturally talented. Um, who's, <laughs> that, like, who's, that, who's that decision maker? Uh, yeah, I was like, cheers. And it's just when Lottery Funding was coming in right. and I just thought, and I remember coming out of that office and, and you know, I, we were European junior champions mm. and yet it was Nathan and not me. Mm. And I remember coming out and I just thought, all right, That's okay. Brutal. So I went to university and got drunk for three years. <laughs> I'm not joking. It was the best you thing I ever did. You turned your back on your sport for three years. Yeah. I trained a bit. I played a bit. But literally, I a lived. I didn't have a choice. No. Well, no. I didn't think I had a choice no. at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did what they told, which I did what that person expected me to do. You know, you give what up what badminton. What would you do now? You can swear if you want. If you want. <laughs> 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 I, I can hear myself I saying, fuck you. I mean, that's what I can hear. This is who I am. Yeah, I w- I. The thing is, I know I did the right thing by going off and living life because I matured. Yes, yeah. I definitely matured. Yeah. I matured way bef- more than what my you know my same age and, and we're going off in the training you know uh, three times a day, six days a week. But when you come out, but when that when those words are said to you, yeah, you didn't believe them. There's not one part of you that believed them. I mean, there's an insecure part of us, I guess, which thinks, yeah, actually, yeah. I was shocked. Don't get me wrong. I was shocked because I was thinking, well, hang on a sec. There's two of us on a court. I'm two together. You know, it was not just him. Never. I understood that that I am not naturally talented and I I don't think Well, hang on on a minute. This is, what does that that look like? What's talent? I think, ah, okay, so naturally, you know when that, you know, uh, sorry if I'm trying to think of someone like Federer. Right. You know, that beautiful flowing shots kind of style of play, right? You know, when you, that silky, you know, that, that's what they were looking for. That's Nathan. Yeah, but. I was that girl who had the wrong technique. I was just grinding, grinding, just smashed and Mm. just hit the Mm. as hard as I could. I haven't got the natural touch. I had a lot of shots in Bampton I still can't do. Mm. I can't spin the shuttle very well. Mm-hmm. I can't cross the shuttle, cross, mm. you know. Blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, Well. But you know what? I didn't. I just, just got there and smacked it hard. And, you know, so that I, th- I can see why they but said see, those but decisions. See, but see, I can't. So I want to jump in here. I know, I know it's you, but I've, I've had this with young players. And in, in I think and that the greatest gift, and that's what this is called, the gift is the greatest gift is desire. Yeah. Now, and I'm always saying all the young players I work with send me clips of Messi and, some, I work with some fantastic young players who can dribble unbelievably and beat players and and they and they oh, send me clips of Messi and this is what Messi does. I said and I send them clips back of Messi punching people, yeah. spitting on people, calling Milner a donkey and trying to headbutt him in the tunnel by all accounts. Yeah. And I said, let's the bit that the media HD up, let me yeah. tell you the bit that's in Messi, this tough street kid from Buenos Aires. Yeah. That now now he is the best. So he has a sprinkling of natural talent yes. with this desire. But take the desire away. You've just got another Sunday morning park kid. Mm. So actually the biggest gift is his... But you're talking about the best in the world here. The best of the best. Yeah. Federer, best of the best. But desire is the biggest gift. And I think a lot of coaches miss it. I think they didn't know how to get the next level of desire out of me. Well, and I think I scared what was, them. What, was the, what do you mean? I think I was good. Right. But there was another le- level to go to. Yeah. Right? Okay. 
and they didn't know how to, to get, get that, that out. out. Oh, now I'm with you. Yeah. Now I'm with you. So, so they've so they pushed you away. Pushed, they now just thought, you know what? There's something, can't we think, there might be something there, but mm. we, is it, it's going to be a risk to take her. Yeah. And you know what? The, the great thing is, is I worked it out myself. Yeah. I worked, well, I found that, that yeah. next level without them. Sure. Which, again, I th- again, <sighs> many different parts of why, how, yeah. everything like that. And this but is not about judging coaches. Me. I'm not here no. to slate coaches. No. It's and not about that. And they've got a really difficult sure, sure, task because sure, they've got all sure. these like tick box. Sure. Can they do this? Can they do that? Do you believe in this person? They've probably got panels. Four might think yes. Two might say no. You know, it's all these different things. It's so I get it, but it was the best thing. How would you? But how would you have? Co- so say that was you now as now. that coach, and you walk in. How do you coach you? Because there's loads of you, yeah. not loads of you, that's wrong, but there, there, there's plenty of yeah. desire, gift, talent, drive yeah. in, in these people. M- I might be listening and go, well, and they get lost. A lot yeah. of people that reach out to me go, you know what I love is that you're almost saying it's okay to have this. Exactly. Damn right it's okay. It's a blessing. It's great to be imperfect. Yeah, I hold the racket wrong and I have yeah, to yeah. coach to teach people not to hold the racket how mm. I ho- held mm. the racket, mm. which I think is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I'm like... Yeah, but I did. They're like, but you didn't. No, I know, but I have to coach you because <laughs> the book says, yeah. the manual says yeah, this. Yeah. So I love it because, and I, you're right. I see people, and I see it now, and I go, that's a young me, and that's a young what me. Do, what do you see? Because I see it instantly with play. What do you see? I see rawness. There we go. Well, you, you see, it's not. You never see technique, really. No, I don't see technique. You know, I can't see technique. You can, you can teach technique. anyone technique, really. You can, Some have incredible. You can get natural. around it. You can always go. I didn't have a backhand, a really good backhand, no. so I just went really fast, ran and hit it on my forehand. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I can't do a cross cut, so I just hit it straight. It mm, doesn't matter. Mm, mm. There's always a way around. And you see the people who get round. Mm. They're, they'll work on their weaknesses, but they also have their, their strengths are so strong. Mm. They don't, you know, it, it, that's what I see. But, but, but again, you know, I'm going to linger around this point because I want to keep driving it home. And, 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 and the whole, you know, I was just editing together uh, uh, one of these that I recorded with a young footballer the other day. And he said when he was at Chelsea's Academy at 15, one of the coaches, a couple of the coaches saw it in him. And said to him, there's this block, you've got this block, and I I don't know how to to take you through it, but you have this block, and this is going to lead you somewhere. And and he said, it was only when I met you, Drew, and it's not about me, Cinema, so we, you know, he he said, you started to, you saw me playing, you went, you are running around with too many thoughts going on, you are running around with a caravan full of pressure. And he said, you made me sit down in a cafe and write every feeling that you've got down. And I said, well, of course, you're running around pulling that around. And that was the block. Mm-hmm. His depth, his his drive was the gift was the curse. His gift yeah. was you will n- he will not quit. Yeah, cut one leg off. It's like film from the scene from Monty Python when yeah. he cut his one arm off. He will still fight. One arm, another arm. He's no legs left. He still mm. wants to fight. Yeah. So that's the gift. Yeah. It and was they couldn't see it. My said so my block was letting go. There we go. Pushing Brilliant. pushing to the next. Letting go of what? Letting go. Why was I holding back? I was holding something back. I was, it was like I was scared to, I would always hold back at 90, 90, 95%. But that, that 5% is the most crucial. That's that pure. Hmm. Authentic. Yes. And Hmm. I hadn't, I hadn't, that was my block. Hmm. And I don't, I I haven't worked out why yet. Hmm. I I know, I know, and and I released it. I, I'm still probably working on what that was. I was 20, so again, it hit me a little later, fear, 22, 23. Yeah, it was a massive fear, but the, what caused the fear? I don't know why yet. For me, that's the whole reason I've set this up. Mm. I, I can't comment on you, but for me, and I had the same thing, it was the, fi- the fear of me. It being was vulnerable. Ste- it's been vulnerable, it stepping it? out and going, yeah. this, this is me. Yes. Fucking this is it. Let's exactly. go. And, and chest out. And I was working with a young golfer the other day and he, he's in the two tournament thing and the first round, he didn't play that well. Shot 78, was six yeah. over, seven over. He's, he's super talented. I've just started working with him. Next day, he shoots a massive score. Going into, and he was telling me about his putting that day and technical. And I, I, maybe I'm out of my depth. Maybe it was technical. So I rang his technical coach. Is it technical? Yeah, maybe. So the next day, I just thought, no, I just have to level with him. I said, what? I said, did you hold back at all? Because he's so talented, he went, yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm just like, I'm steering it a little bit. I'm just trying to guide it, the ball. And it's trying to be in that control, it's a control thing, isn't it? Yeah. Staying in control of that fear and that letting go. Letting go. And allowing that letting go is, is fine. Mm. 
but it's that control freak in us or something. I don't know. Well, well, it, well I think it's all part of this cocktail that's in high-performing people where, where for me, I, I knew how good I could be. So I thought I could steer that, engineer it. If my diet's perfect, if my training's perfect, if I can guarantee what's going to happen in the end result. Mm. And, I'm, and then I'm trying, but that, the, the, that brings that 5% of fear. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, it destroyed me. Yeah. Um, yeah, it destroyed, it just, it destroyed me. Uh, and, and so I said to this golfer, I said, look, you know, I, I never talked to you about winning and losing. I don't give a shit. It's about your progression. I said, it's all I care about. That You, you come off and you say, I grew today. Yeah. I said, so I've got one goal for you that, that I'm measuring you by when you call me after the round. I said, that you look at those voices that go, oh, careful of bunker and last time. And you went and you say, fuck you. I'm going to sweat. <laughs> fuck you. I'm standing here. You're not taking me down. I'm the fucking best player here. I yeah. know I'm that good. Fuck you. Yeah. I said, you've got to be super aggressive with that voice. Yeah. I heard it's described by a great therapist. You've almost got a parent, that voice, mm. like a strong parent. Shut up. I'll deal with you later. Mm -hmm. Go and, and he did he sh an amazing round, but he's on a period of growth. And, and, and I said, let's pick the bones. Out. You understand what you did, right? It's not technique. You've got technique coming out your ass. You, it's you looking at that and going, no. Owning it. Yeah. Owning it. Some people, the best do it naturally, don't they? I'm always so jealous of them. You've probably seen them. Yeah. They just have, they, they don't doubt it. They go with it. It just, it's, it's lovely. And you can see, like you say, you can see it, you can feel it wherever you are. If it's watching on TV or mm. there and they're, you know, sort of lucky to watch it live, you, you can feel it. You can mm. feel that person, momentum flow, whatever you decide to call it. It's just, it's you, beautiful. You've, you've, you've been around yeah. top performers in sport. Oh, just, just incredible. You know, there's a humility there. It's um, it, uh, it's weird because they're they're elite, but they're it's it's going back. It's like that going back to basics. Hmm. There's no complex. There's no uh, trying too hard or showing. You know, it's just this natural state, and 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 it is basic. It's basic emotions. Basic in the moments. It's it, it, you you know they are at one with the sport. Yeah. And that's you know my best matches, your best um, matches. Games, you were yeah. at one. Mm. You it, you didn't. It, it just it feels and you know that's kind of what we miss from sport is when at those moments when you just you can do anything and it just works and it's yeah. like yay <laughs> <laughs> so i'm that's that's just over half an hour so that's the halfway point so we're going to take a short break and then i think in the second part we're really going to tackle more on that subject and as you go through your career and then into post-career and and how difficult it is um post-career and, and we're going to deal with that this podcast is brought to you in association with the turmeric company with unique extracting technique, eliminating dilution of these incredible active ingredients, the Turmeric Company have produced a series of powerful drinks with five grams of turmeric in every bottle. They're leading the way in enabling people to reap the full benefits of nature's wonder ingredient. Details can be found at www.thetermericcompany.com. So welcome back to the second part of The Gift is a Curse. We, we finished on that. Uh, we just finished there talking about back to basics, that natural state. Um, uh, that when it's in the flow, you, when we first came here, you said these are moments of fun because this is where it was in the flow. And then this block starts. You said there was this block, and I mm. talked about my block and player's block. Um, you just said then in the break that w to, to me that you, th this conversation that we're, we're having now at this level, you never had, as a p I never had it, which is why the universe has chucked me in this role as a coach because. I just knew, I was thinking all these footballers, think all, all they need is this, they need this. Yeah. And if you give them this, we've got a, a country full of stars. I know. Country full of stars. And that's not football, I think that's in every... Do you yeah, it's, it's, it's so, I, I feel, I feel sad and I don't want to feel sad because I want to, I want to, you know, sort of, I want to talk about my sport in such a fantastic way and I and I do yeah 80 85 90 percent of the of the time I talk about my fantastic sporting journey but there you know on reflection and you know going through the journeys that we have mm. where you know sort of where we've been we've been lucky and I, I do think we've been lucky to be able to look back and sort of recognize emotions mm. recognize self-awareness you know, identity mm. all these mm. little things and, I, and mm. I'm really grateful I've done that because mm. I don't know what person I'd be if I hadn't mm. <laughs> I've done that so <laughs> where I'd be right now but what saddens me is that I never no one asked me mm. who I was where I'm from you know who I wanted to be who who re who is Gail because I, I am more than question. just a badminton player and that was uh, towards the end of um, sort of the, the most successful years. I worked with a guy called Andy Wood. Mm. 
and he, we, we, you know, he didn't get me at the start. We didn't get each other. Um, we're both honest with that. But what I love about him is that you, when we talked about being you, mm. he literally turned around and went, fuck it, girl. Let's just go out there and fucking smack just some play. shuttles. Yeah, just play. Be, yeah. And that's it. And do you yeah. know what? The first time someone allowed me to be free... <laughs> So, you know, I didn't have to be like this person or play like that person, like the Messi. You know, yeah, your footballers yeah. who go, oh, yeah, I've got to play that, I've got to play that. No, you know what? I can't be that person because I'm not. I'm me. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm <laughs> five foot three. I'm this high. I go, well, this, you know, this is my strength. Yeah. I can't do a backhand cross court net <laughs> shot. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I still can't. <laughs> yeah. I don't care, but I've been world number one, so fuck off. Um, and it, it was so lovely to be able to just look at each other in the eye and, and just say, fuck it. Yeah. And, yeah. and you could feel that tension. And it's horrible because mm. it, it's annoying in a way because as you get higher and higher up, the pressure becomes more and more and more. And it, it, it's kind of ironic, you know. It, it just, what it should be the most enjoyable time becomes not so enjoyable mm. because of all the other outside mm-hmm. influences mm. and, you know, uh, stakeholders. And, and it just becomes, especially when you're an individual, you know, or myself and Nathan, the spotlight is on you more you're in a minority sport, so mm. again, they're like looking at you going, Come on then. Yeah. Make it, well, if you why, don't win, why are we funding this? Then? If we don't win, then yeah. that's our job. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, Brilliant, Thank yay, you. that's yeah. just what I need. And like, my pressure, and everyone else <laughs> to just bring it on. <laughs> and so, yeah, you, and then that's actually the time when we really needed this. Yeah, this shit. We yeah. needed, mm. I needed to be able to turn around to someone. I don't need a sports psychologist. I'm fine on that badminton court. I can deal with <laughs> yeah, six yeah. foot three Chinese guys yeah, smashing yeah. 200 miles an hour at my face. That is not the problem. And there's the lioness coming out. What is <laughs> <the> Yeah. <laughs> Bring it. I yeah. am fine on that court. <laughs> no, I, that's, yeah. that's my place. Yeah, yeah. I am fine there yeah, because yeah. I can get that, you know, yeah, so yeah. that's me. Yeah, yeah. But when you come off mm. and that's when you start, okay, well, what do I do when I come off the court? When I've got this, 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 and, this. And, pre, and pre, pre-court, I mean, for me, the, the dressing room before, before, before walking down the tunnel or walking out into a court, for me, it would be all the things in my head, got to play well, mm-hmm. can't lose. But mm-hmm. Can't lose because of finances or contracts or there's all that yep. business stuff. But then also, deep down, it's never about that. It's, it's because losing for me, I was a black or white, I was all or nothing, which is part of the gift. You know, I remember many times in games, no one would know this, but I know myself, I don't, I don't need, I need validation. 20 minutes to go, I could look around and see teammates just going under a bit, just thinking, mm. let's get to the end of the game. I'm fucking, God, we, we can't turn this round. Mm. And there's this thing inside me where, fuck this. And, and I'd go and clash heads with someone, stitches, crowd would come up, we're on the front foot, players around you, and, and you're back in the game. Now that's, I, know, I don't need anyone to go, oh, yeah, you never did that. I know that's what happened. I saw it a million times. But no one ever said to me that is what I mean. Paul Ince said it to me once at Milton Keynes. I never forget. He looked at me one day, and this is a guy, a serial winner, Man United, England. I remember him just staring at me one day, really bizarre. And I was in a purple patch. I was very rarely in them. Um, <laughs> I was in a purple patch, and he looked at me. He went, "Some some player, you, you know, Drew." I was like, "Oh, thanks, thanks, boss." And I remember him looking at him, trying to work. You know, it was like he's been around the best, and I was leading League Two at MK Dons, and he's been Man United. So he knows he could recognise, and what he was basically—it was that inside what yeah. he was trying to work out. That yeah. he has what they all had. Yeah. That dressing room I was in, he has. Yeah. But I was fucking by then. I was twenty-eight. I think it was my fifteenth club. Yeah. Searching for consistency somewhere. Mm. You know. So I think. I just needed to be able to talk about yeah. all my feelings. Yeah. So I knew what I was fighting when I went over the white line. Exactly. That's my fight. Yeah. The fight is actually hanging on to my authenticity, not. Does that make sense? Do you resonate with that? I do, and I think you've hit it on. It was okay to be you and a little bit different as well. And I think in sport, you know, like the same with other coaches, I guess. And you know, the the Chinese and Korean coaches, and I know this post, they they didn't get me. You know, they were like, she can't do this shot and she can't do this, but she's still beating us. And that confused me, and that confused them even. Did it only confuse you? And it confused me because I, I remember thinking, well, I'm from Bedford. I, I, I started playing in this in <laughs> Bedford and County Tin Hut. I started playing here, and I'm beating Chinese people. You know, this is a hundred million people in China play badminton. You know, it's a national sport, and yeah, I'm beating them. I've just won the China Open. It's like, it, it, and then it, yeah, but then it, you start, but 
how? Why? Yeah. Should I be imposter syndrome? You know, someone's going to find me out soon. You know, the, they're like, excuse guy, me, you shouldn't be here. Yeah. <laughs> You're from Bedford. Can you leave now? Yeah. And like, you know, dreams, loads of dreams where, you know, walking onto the court, you know, you're like, uh, if, you know, you're in your underwear, naked dreams yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff like that, or you're late the for a, a match, massive humiliation. Because mm. it was always that, should I be here? Mm. People don't think I should, people never thought I'd be here, mm. but I am here. Are they right or am I, am I right? Mm. And it was always that constant <laughs> battle. And I think, again, I need I, no one to talk to you about it, no. you know, because you're admitting... You've got to admit something really here. And, and you've got to be that gladiator. You've got to be that... But can I say something to you, Gary? And this is my belief. And I went through a million sports psychologists and I'm not knocking that. And I spent a lot of money on them. And, and all, all I needed was someone to... Identification was yeah. king. I needed someone to go inside me because that's exactly... That's... That, that's yeah. And, and I remember saying to a player, he had anger issues because he's beast inside. And I, I said, you know what? I said... I, I pray and meditate now in the mornings. And the other morning, I hadn't done, I've been busy, I hadn't done it for three, four mornings, just recently. And I said, I went to Starbucks and I, put, I was in the drive through and this guy cut me out, cut me up. And this voice went in my head, drag him out of his car, head button, stamp on <laughs> And I was looking around the car and who said that? And, and, and I can own that. I mean, I'm not a violent guy, I, I, but, but there's, a, there's, a, there's a place in me, a level of self-respect, all that stuff. Now, he started laughing. He said, yeah, I, I, I get that sometimes. And I said, but look, you're getting punished for it. Yeah. All I'm saying is that voice will always be there. Yeah. Make friends with it. Yeah. Um, don't fight it. No. Let's not compartmentalize it. Bring yeah. him in. Have a biscuit with him. Say, hey, mate, how yeah, you doing? Yeah, it's, it's part of you and be proud of it yeah, because that's, that is your gift. ego, your desire, whatever. It's fight. Use it. And, but if you're not aware of it, that's the problem. Yeah, the, absolutely. The not awareness, the, the non-awareness, uh, yeah. the unawareness, whatever yeah, you want to yeah. call it, that's your problem. And that's why it comes out in the wrong way. But you are aware of it. And I, do you know what? I'm stubborn. I'm feisty. I'm, I can be a real bitch at times. I'm selfish. I totally admit these things. But I'm aware of it. I, I, I know that. And that's why I made it or why I am. And I am... I have to get that out of my system sometimes to nowadays, you know, now I'll do something. I'll just go, right, I've just got to go and do something. <laughs> and I go and do it because I know I'm a better person once I've done it. Yeah. And it, but I'm aware of it. Yeah. And this is the problem we need. Our sports people mm. coming up mm. don't know who, how they are. They don't understand each characteristic of themselves. So they don't, and it's allowing, because they've got this a bit talent and mm. ability, mm. but it's the personality as well. It's always a personality. And no. that's what they've got to, that's what I'm scared. I'm scared that they don't, we were so focused on the outside and the result that we don't understand, if we don't work on this inside, that not only they're going to, you're going to lose them, but the, the mental health, hmm. but you'll get better players from it. I don't, yeah. this is what drives me well, crazy. Well, 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 it's funny because I, you know, I coach now and I was in a company I work in London. I was sitting with the, with the founder yesterday and the strides he's made in 10 months has been unbelievable. He was angry. He was, it was all of these things. He was lost mm. and, and he'd been in that corporate world for 20 years. His company's a big company, but he thought things should be done this way and he didn't have a clue who he was. And I saw straight away, I thought, he's huge empathy. I knew yeah. he was a great guy. He's a great guy, but he, oh, should I be angry? Should I do it this way? He's yeah. doing it that way. And he was just lost. And, and now he's just completely f flourishing. Yeah. And I said, you, you do own this journey, don't you? He's like, well, I said, you know, you, what you've done the last 10 months, I said, is the toughest thing you you've looked and looked and looked inside at your, mm. uh, and, and, and you've looked emotionally, not, not mentally. You've gone into your heart and gone, I'm scared. Yeah. And you start to stand in the boardroom now. All the senior managers, yeah. I'm, I'm, guys, I'm really scared. We, um, we haven't had a great quarter. Uh, maybe I'm not good enough. Um, and honestly, he, he, one, of the, one of the times he was actually crying and, 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 the, and the result over the next month was incredible. He said, rallying around people fighting for each other he said I don't, I don't understand i didn't do some big speech just, he was just vol he was just honest just honest yeah and and, and i want to go back to because, because you, you said a minute ago who, who is gail that 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 was the journey that, that that i went on and i think look that's the ultimate question for me before any of us die is like who, who am i at source yeah i am um, well where was i going i've lost a train of thought but but I, no I'm, I'm, what's going you, through my yeah. mind right now is i was Two years before the, so we'd just become world champion, uh, champions, we were world number one. 2000. 2006, uh. I was 29 years old. I, it was two years to 2008. 
We were already thinking about the Olympics, gold or nothing, because we'd won everything else. And I sat down on the bench at the National Bamford Centre in Milton Keynes, and you got it spot on. I was scared. Yeah, I was scared. Yeah. I literally, I might cry out. I'm feeling a bit welly <laughs> up. I just went, I'm quitting after after, um, after Beijing. I can't do this anymore. What were you scared of? I was scared that it was taking over. What? I was scared that this is all I was. All I was, yeah. Yeah. Without it, I'm, I'm nothing. Well, yeah. yeah. I just went, I sat there, and I, I mean, and I remember telling the coach, I went, this is it, I'm done in two years. Mm. A bit like with Danny Rose. I yeah. really, really felt that when he just went, I'm done in a few years. Can't handle it anymore. Can't, and it wasn't like, it was just. Wasn't the training. No, wasn't I can the, do that with my eyes closed. Can't do that. I can do that, no problem. I can what play badminton, it's what not a problem. It? Emotionally, what it took? Emotionally, just, is this all I am? Yeah. Is this all I can do in my life yeah. is hit a shuttle? Yeah. And I was scared. You're, when you said that about your, your founder of your company, that's that exactly it. I don't think I've, I've that's the first time I've realised I've said I was scared. Well, I, I think. I, I think life for me is quite everything. Every th I really believe that everything we do is either going to be from a place of love and trust or a place of fear. Mm. Every decision, whether we like it or not, if we dig yeah. right into it, yeah. why did I play that? Why did I play that shot where I just. Well, yeah. I thought I'd just get it back because yeah. I was scared yeah. if I risk. Yeah. So everything is... is and yeah. and that's the caveman instinct, isn't it? It's, 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 uh, passion, it's the love or fear. It's, it's, that's, that's our brain. Our brains haven't evolved from... Yeah. Wait, 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 go. Sorry. No, no, no. You, you, you're right. And I, I, I think the greater the desire, the greater the, the heart and the desire and the gi that gift, the greater the gift of desire. And de desire is a gift. You know, mm -hmm. Alex Ferguson heard describers, it pisses me off people think hard work is a given. Hard work, there's people who work hard and there's people who work like lunatics. And that's another level. And yeah. that, you've seen in elite sport, the, t the highest end, it, there's a level, Ronaldo, it's a level of desire which is so huge. But, but the, the curse that comes with that yeah. is, is, is nothing's ever enough and you're constantly driven and, yeah. and, and you're questioning and it's just relentless. Yeah, and relentless. no one... Relentless. <laughs> it's some, and people, you know, and you don't want to ever admit it to people either because you're in sport yeah. and you're like, you're on a pedestal and, <laughs> you know, there's no one you can turn around to and go, you know what, I just uh, want a break or yeah. I go, I don't want to be a bumsome player anymore. Can I just be... Can but, I you, just but you did because d you loved the fun. Oh, I love that, yeah. But when you it gets that... Well, you know, get, okay, so if I, during that period, on your best days when you played free, mm -hmm. you wouldn't want to give that up. No, of course not. Because right. that kept you going. That was what it was like it's a drug, isn't it? It's well, it's a love. It's, it's a love a affair. You mean that's who you are. You love it. It is a drug, but you, you love playing, didn't you? Give me, give me a day. I love give me a game. Reading. Give me a game you played in when you were. That was Just you. On it. That was, yeah, on it. That <laughs> I was, was you. On it. When you're on it, oh. you, you must be able to pull one out. Yeah, I, on. I, this one. Um, basically, we beat the guy who uh, beat us in the final, and it was such an emotional. In the Olympic final, we had to play the, the same pair three months later in Singapore yeah. and there was something inside of me that just went I it was like every single I was doing it for everyone I was doing it for it was like I, it was like a you know you feel like every spirit got into you mm, every mm, single mm, person mm. and I was like there is no way you are going to beat me mm. and I just it wasn't the most beautiful game mm. I wasn't the most you know but I I won on true Sheer fuck you, well, basically. You, can I say something? It, that's you won. That was Gail. Mm. There, that was. Yeah. Strip, but that's who you were, right? Yeah. So because when when you were here at eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, whatever, yeah. you played with that same spirit. Oh, totally. But not not to prove anyone wrong. No. I always have these uh. players. <laughs> well, 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 no, go on. Yeah. Well, but you but might think you were, but I bet you weren't. That's just who you were. Yeah. True. It's who you were. Yeah. I love proving people wrong. It's brilliant. But you think that, I thought that for years, I always thought, and I used to try and create scenarios for myself. So before games, I'd watch films that were full of absolute, like gladiator pain, where his yeah. wife's hung, drawn, yeah, yeah, quartered, yeah, yeah. raped, left on a, because I was, I want that, I'm trying to create that yeah. angry place. Because I think if it's me against the world, then I'm great, back against the wall, you stick me comfortable, or you stick me, I, I don't know, that's, uh, we're going off tact no, a bit, yeah, but yeah. I don't know, but. But, it's but, it, but you're trying to feel something, You're trying you? to find You're trying to find the something. feeling, yeah, you're trying to find but it. But there was nothing to find here. In this, what, what did you need to find in here when you were smashing it? You're telling me you had to find desire? No, When someone lobbed it over your head to get no, back? No, my desire was there. It was just purely the result of, I guess. So you were? Yeah, was who I was, yeah. You know, so, so 
And that's the tragedy for me. And that, I, I, I didn't know how to remain that. I didn't know how to remain mm. that, that. And so I'd search for it. Because yeah, lose, if I lose yeah. my car keys, I search for them. Yeah, that's true. So if I lose myself, I've got to search for that part. It's true, because actually think about it, you're like, I'm thinking, did I, did I carry on playing to prove that, you know, person who told me at 18 I wasn't going to make it? Or to prove off. the people, the boys here, they were like, oh, you're only a girl, whatever. That and then it, you wear, it does. <laughs> and actually, Once you've won a couple of medals with their, yeah, their, you're their, like, their yeah. box, stay there, <laughs> you're done. Yeah, it is, it's not that at all, because I didn't think of them at all when I was on that court. No. It was me. And my stubborn, my lovely, my lovely stubbornness. Well, this is it. It's, uh, it's about owning all parts of you. And you said, mm. who is Gail? And, and that's what I didn't realise. And that, that was, it, rehab for me was when, it, when, when I was so lost that I was using everything to try and find myself, everything yeah. wrong, all those addictive things. And I remember sitting there first night and, and I was told with the therapist to pen and paper and write, write on my life, financially, uh, family, um, career. Well, I was unemployable, done 33, wife kicked me out. Uh, I was bankrupt. So I remember writing on that stuff. And I remember looking at the page and I sat there in, that, in the middle of those woods in a cottage. I thought, fucking hell. <laughs> I thought, you know that? You know that, <laughs> you know that you know, big, tall, you know, good looking. I thought, I, 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 think, I thought, mate, whatever you've been doing ain't working. Because my ego would tell me, yeah, you're, you're on top of stuff. Yeah. Thought, and then, then, but then it started, well, who actually am I? Yeah. Because I thought I was the, the, the number on my shirt or the career yeah. or the... I thought I was all those things. Yeah. Didn't, did, who, who, is, who am I? Exactly. But then that's been scary because then I'm like, I realise today I'm actually, you know, I'm, I'm aggressive when I'm pursuing. When I believe in something, I'm so passionate. And that still scares me today. I hear, I cry at everything, motions. I'm, whew, I'm right on the edge yeah. most days. Yeah. But I just know how to walk it today. Yeah. Most well, of the time. I, but I think, <laughs> you know, but I, I can, again, it's that awareness. That, yeah. Totally. I have so much anger. <sighs> I didn't understand the world and I had anger, 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 what frustration. So this post, so when I retired, post. post. Mm. So I had all this anger because I was like, this world, I don't understand this world. And why aren't people <laughs> doing what I want them to do? And why, what's going on? I was queen of badminton. I yeah. am an Olympic medalist. Why, what is happening with, why, why won't people answer my emails? Why people won't give me a job? I, I, it just, it was just building up and building up. And all it was, was like, I hadn't, like I say, wrote on paper, yeah. what, mm. what, you, what you're writing. Mm. And I'm like, well, I've got, I can play Bumpton, I've got Olympic medal. Yeah, but who, what, what else? Who, you know, this is just, mm. you know, subjective. It's just a medal, but we need to know who you are. And I hadn't once started, stopped to even think about, oh, God, just go right back, right back. Just start like in Bumpton, you start at the bottom and you work your way up. So I had to literally strip all those layers, mm. I had to strip that, you know, put yeah, those yeah. badminton rackets mm. away. Mm. I had to stop introducing myself as Gerland's badminton yeah. player. Yeah. Who am I? What am I, you know, about? Mm. Who, mm. learn yeah. about these emotions. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I do, s I am emotional. Yeah. You know what? Damn I am right. emotional. Yeah. I am going to be emotional and I'll react with my heart before my head. But you know what? I understand it. I'm going to do it. And then I'll be all right. Did, did you play with emotions when you were young? Oh, for, for yeah. you get older, but here. Yeah. Were you an emotional player? Yeah, massively. Did that, and you lost that? No. No, so no. It never, it never, it, 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 no. You always I, kept that. I always kept. I'm very. I've always been. Uh, they nicknamed me Drama Queen uh, for a very good reason. <laughs> but, 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 but my point is, you, but, you, but as we talked, you, you were emotional, but you you blocked your emotions, yes. fear and yeah. emotions so I, are. I am afraid, or I. Yeah. So I was emotional in the fact that you know, you'd, you'd, I'm a, an Andy Murray character, so you'd seen you'd, what I was feeling. I'm the it. worst poker player ever because yeah, you no, can just too, tell. Yeah, <laughs> like whoop. So, so no, could fuck off. Yeah. Like, you know, like, just look straight. Someone said yeah. the wrong thing. Like, yeah, really? yeah, you're done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just <laughs> yeah. like, no. Yeah, yeah, okay. Whereas Nathan's okay. the opposite. Um, but I blocked because I became tried to become a character. It was a character. Yeah, it was an yeah. act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was Gail M. player because it was a, it was a safety. And it also, was and also, was that act part of trying to fit in with? I need to be more like the Chinese players, or I need to fit in with what that coach or, or who Ooh. am I? Or that loss of. Never thought of it like that, okay. but yeah, potentially it was just that I well, had trying I, to be like everyone yeah, else because they they look professional. Yeah, there we are. And they look, yeah, yeah, they look like they're the thing. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna like, yeah, yeah just walk yeah. in, just like yeah. yeah. It was pure. I had to be that act to get onto that court to win, and then that, you know block that emotion, block the scare. Anyone the ever say to you, girl, just um, forget about all the technique, go and be Gail today? 
just just go a Malaysian guy came up to me and he and isn't I was warming in, up. Isn't that interesting from the from the, from the east of this yep. world where it's still a quite a spiritual place? Exactly. He looked at me. Not science driven. Chung Tang Fook. Chung Tang Fook. <laughs> I love mean? his name. Chung Tang Fook. It's like his name. Chung Tang Fook. Okay, okay. Yeah, I am not sorry. That is his name. Yeah, yeah. Um, he came up to me and I remember warming up and he looked at me. He just went, smile. Hmm. He goes, you have a lovely smile. Smile. Hmm. And I went, what? I'm trying to warm up. You know, like focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smile, we're really lucky, Oof. and you know, and that, that I'll always remember that. It punched me. Did you play it well after that, or did it leave you? I won. Yeah, won, won the tournament as well. But he, he, I'll always remember that, and it made me look. And I thought, you're from Malaysia, you know. I've been to Malaysia. There's some very poor areas in Malaysia. I don't know his backstory. Mm. I don't know, but you do need to hear some of the stories that you of these players mm. that they've, you know, that families yeah. are in slums and stuff, whatever. Mm. And yet he. It took him to turn around and go, smile, mm. enjoy it. Yeah. And that's it. And I just went, oh my God, enjoy. And so what, a, what age were you then? 20. I was late 20s. Okay. So I had, I was one of the top already, but I've forgotten how to enjoy it. But let's say, so you were 29, right? And we're in a place you were, you were in here from what age? Three. Okay, three to yeah. 15. Yeah. So three to 15. And this is your place of fun, you said when we yeah. first. So this is your fun place. Yeah. And then by 29... I Nothing's fun. It was just. It was. But how much are we seeing this all the time with these kids, in education, in sport? Yeah. Fun goes. Fun just. But fun goes because we start thinking too much. Fun goes because pressure. of the the outside pressures. Yeah. Fun goes because of pathways. Fun goes because of funding. Fun goes because of stakeholders, board. You know, all these extra things, and yet we, I think it's a, a. And I look back and I look in Europe. And I play a lot in Denmark, and it's the whole Jantelov and the Eurolantis. It's all about community, and everyone buys into the, the mm. bigger society. Mm. Now, the, the, the whole thing is, is quite funny, but I go into a place, a club, a badminton club, and you get it. Everyone's there, everyone's fun, everyone helps mm. out, mm. and it's about the pure essence of sport. Yeah, yeah. And that's where we forget. We forget that between 15 and, and become, it starts becoming serious and professional. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't have to be. No, I mean, I, I worked in an academy for doing my A license at under 14 about six years ago. And I got reprimanded because I bought all my team after we beat, it was at Luton Town, a small academy. And we beat Liverpool 4-0 um, and I bought all the guys on the motorway back from Liverpool. It was a five-hour journey, young 14-year-olds. Diet Coke, Haribo's, Mars bars, <laughs> the time of their life. Exactly. Get well, shot I, now I for got, that. Well, I, well, I, I, no, I got in trouble yeah. because, because apparently these kids had signed diet sheets. When I heard this, I, I quit. I, I was done. I yeah. said, I don't want to be part of this. Yeah. Sorry, guys, I, I cannot be part of this. Exactly. That ship. I mean, what is this? I made this my, is crap. my son has to do that, and you know, I made him write it out. And then I said, right, what are, you, what are you seeing when you write that? And he's like, there's a lot on the teller. And I'm like, well, there you go. So what's, a, what's a, you know, what, what are you going to do about it? Should eat a little bit less Nutella. Okay, okay well, you know, I'm not telling you to Brilliant. do it, but you just eat a bit just less. Just, just eat a bit less, you know. It, I cannot stop him eating Nutella. No. But you know what? I can make him aware of it and we can talk about, you know. I, I, but he's nine. He's going to eat I, Nutella. I heard a story. So you know what sports like. You hear a lot of stories, but it was through the agent of a player who was at Barcelona about Messi. And they tried to stop him drinking Coca Cola, I believe, because. Mm -hmm. Yeah. South America, we've got Coca-Cola. I think Coca-Cola is probably cheaper in South America than water. <laughs> but he was drinking, and they tried to stop him. And, and in defiance, there was a team meeting, it was quiet, and he just said, ring pull. <laughs> and he just cheers him and just glugged down like half a litre. He's like, as if that is going to stop Lionel Messi exactly. putting a ball in the top corner, a can it's of Coke. No. But it might just actually make him feel quite nice. Yeah. It's his thing. We, uh, one of our players, he <laughs> didn't do vegetables or salad. Right. But you know what? We got him on this really healthy diet. He lost a bit of weight. He played pretty much the same, but he was a bit thinner. Mm. He was the grumpiest bastard <laughs> ever. We were like, go and get some chicken nuggets, please. You're doing our heads in. He had some chicken nuggets. He was happy. Yeah. You know, it's all yeah. right. Yeah. The world will still be yeah. right. And this is the problem, I think, where... where The, the, the opposite of trust, the opposite of faith, and I don't mean religion, I'm not a religious person, but I mean the opposite of faith and trust is science almost if so yeah. science has its roots in in fear mm. because if we can We've and got, growth because you've got yeah. a fact to back up yeah. something yes this is truth this, this is, is truth fact. there we yeah. are thank you this is truth yeah the truth is i say to my but yeah i've got a fucking clue what's gonna happen today yeah you <laughs> might be shit but you know what i think you're good i yeah. think you're good take a deep breath 
work your socks off when that voice goes from tired run through it yeah you know and it like science Believe can't touch yourself. that. You can't. You like I hate all these Fitbits and monitors and stuff. Okay, like you <laughs> no, can feel right. your <laughs> heart rate. Okay, you know if you're working hard. Yeah, yeah. You know it if you hurts. can work harder. Yeah. Try it out. Listen yeah. to your body. Yeah, yeah. Listen, and that is that. Uh, you know, I think is the we it lost a bit, and that's mm. where all that professional seriousness at the end it lost. Yeah. It became scientific fact. You have won this. You're not your percentage rate here, percentage rate of shot here, uh, this analysis, and it, and I was like, well, well, do you know what? Actually, I felt really good on that match. I felt. The, I the word, felt, I felt. I felt good in that match. That stat might show. Yeah, that mm. stat says this, but you know what? I felt actually okay, and that confused me. And then the confusion mm. starts, and then you start overanalyzing, mm. analyzing, and the brain starts. And actually, at one point, you know, sometimes you just have to go have the conversation yeah, yeah. don't show me the facts and stats yeah. let's just talk it, it, honestly I, I remember sitting in dressing rooms after a Saturday game where I'd been I'd been brilliant and scored a couple goals and and, and I remember the feeling was just shit mm. I've got a game in four days time I've got to do that again yeah. I haven't got a clue what I've just done yeah. I just don't know what I've done and all the press will you speak to you after I said yeah I'm just getting a shower yeah. Would you, uh, and I'm thinking and it was like shit I couldn't enjoy it I was like I've got to do that again. Now yeah. they're going to be expecting me to do it. I don't know what I've done. Well, How you, do I recreate that? Four days. I've got to do it the next next day, yeah, and the next day, and the next day. I don't yeah. get that. That's that's. I've insane. got to do that again and again. Repeat it. And you know you've got to do the homework and repeat it, and, and and that's just and that's relentless. That's one week. Then you've got to do the next country next week, and then it's the next week, next country. But, and, and I guess you know I know we're blazing through an hour. We're, we're nearly done. But I, I guess I just kind of want to finish. And anyone listening, that there's nothing to find. That, that young you, that young me after that game where you'd been brilliant and yeah. I'd been brilliant. I just needed someone to say, there's nothing to find. That, that is you. Yeah. You'll be brilliant to the day you die. Yes. Stay humble. Yes. Work hard. Work fucking hard. It doesn't get, the work rate will never get easier. I'm sorry. There's no magic pill. Yeah. But you, there's nothing to find. No. Nothing to find. And it's remembering, it's keep that, you know, whether it's someone listening who's, mentoring someone you know find out a little bit more about them find mm. out their backstory you know that nature and nurture is so important but, but doesn't that take that person to have gone inside themselves to gone yeah. I, I was scared yeah i was afraid i was scared when when we just had another baby boy i'm thinking <laughs> shit i've got to be a parent again i am selfish and i'm <sighs> will it affect the marriage just yeah. but just real talk it's, it's, real, it's talk. real yeah and, um, I, and I had these coaches who kind of like nah you just go out there and just but I'm terrified of failing. Yeah. <laughs> Were you never? No. Really? You were never terrified of failing. Wow. What are you made of? <laughs> exactly. It's just ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? We're human. Yeah. And celebrate our unique, wonderful, imperfection human yeah. qualities. And live in our feelings. So, Gail, um, bang on the hour. Really, really appreciate that. It was amazing today. I appreciate that. And uh, good luck with everything you're doing.